From Schwartz Media, I'm Ruby Jones. This is 7am. The founder of Hillsong Church, Brian Houston, is on trial. He faces charges of concealing historic child sexual abuse by his father, Frank Houston, who was also a Pentecostal pastor. Brian Houston has returned to Australia and is fighting the charges in a Sydney court, with his defence team arguing that he didn't conceal the crime from police. Today, author and contributor to the Saturday paper, El Hardy, on Brian Houston's long-awaited day in court. It's Wednesday, December 14. El, last week, the trial of Hillsong founder Brian Houston got underway in Sydney, and you were there as, as it began down at the, the Downing Centre Court in, in the Sydney CBD. Can you tell me about what that first day was like? It was a bit of a circus. There was a lot of TV cameras outside trying to get a glimpse of Houston. And he certainly played the role, you know, he arrived in a, in a black car with, with tinted windows straight out the front, uh, refused to talk to media. Do you have anything to say to the victims you of your father? And then inside the court, he was greeted by a small group of supporters. Uh, he strode up to them and said, well, well, what a group of people we have here. Supporters included his brother Graham uh, and some other family members, we believe. There was also a a woman who was pacing up and down praying, who took some time to speak to Bobby, who's Brian's wife. But it was it was a real Brian Houston performance. He took the time as everyone was waiting around for the court to open to, to walk along and sort of eyeball all the journalists and a couple of activists who were there as well. And, and it really just is vintage Brian Houston. He's he's an alpha kind of guy and he still wanted to show people that that he wasn't scared. He's not backing down. This is the fight of his life and he's going to fight. And when you say the fight of his life, Brian Houston, he's facing a charge of concealing a serious offence. And and that offence is the sexual abuse of a boy by Brian's father, by Frank Houston. So tell me about Frank and, and that allegation of sexual abuse. So Frank Houston was a very influential Pentecostal preacher. He came over to Australia and, and used to preach regularly before moving over here full time. And, and he was really revered. He was uh, considered a, a father of the faith, as, as one witness called him. And so in 1970, he was over in Australia staying with a family called the Sensocks in Coogee. They were a very, very devout Pentecostal family, and they had a seven-year-old son, Brett. He was abused by Frank Houston the night before his birthday uh, for the very first time. And uh, Frank signed a Bible on his birthday the day after it first happened and dropped someone and two sent coins into his hands. And Brett's now 60. Uh, he's waived his right to anonymity. And, and as he testified very powerfully and emotionally, he was anally raped by Frank Houston from the ages of seven till 12. And he's still deeply traumatized by it. And he was confronted with his his late mother's diaries, uh, Initially, when he told his mother she believed him, but she was a very pious woman, and she said that she didn't want people to go to hell because they might be turned away from the church because of because of Brett's revelations. So, so it was quite a, you know, it's it a very difficult testimony for him to give, and he's still very much scarred to this day. Mm. So that's the, the crime that Brian Houston is accused of concealing. So what have we heard about what Brian knew of it? 
In 2014, Brian Houston spoke into hearings at the Royal Commission into Institutional Responses to Child Sexual Abuse. There was an inquiry specifically brought into the allegations against his father from Brett Semstock. Brian Houston was eventually uh, charged coming out of that hearing. So in August 2021, he was issued with a warrant to, to attend the court. So Brian Houston has been charged with concealing a serious indictable offence. And the prosecutors are saying that Brian Houston could have reported his father's offending. And this is from 1999, when it was first revealed and, and, and Brian Houston is said to have found out, uh, until Frank Houston's death, which was in November 2004. And there are four key elements that the prosecution and the defence agree that the case will hinge on. The first is that Frank Houston abused Brett Sandstock. And the defence has already indicated that they will not contest this. They they believe that, that Brett was a victim of abuse, so they're not going to, to be contesting that in any way. The second was whether Brian Houston knew that he was supposed to report the offence. And this is something that he will be contesting quite strongly. The defence case as to why Houston didn't report it is that he says that Brett Sensok said to him that he didn't want him to go to police, that if anyone was going to go to the police, that Brett Sensok would. And Brett Sensok has denied that, but, but that is a very key part of contention. The third element was that Brian Houston knew he had material that could assist in prosecution. Again, they won't be contesting this. They, they agree that he had the material. And the fourth of those elements is um, whether Brian Houston had a reasonable excuse not to report Frank Houston's abuse. A key element of the defence's case is not only was Brian Houston aware of, of these charges, but tens of thousands of people were aware. Right, okay. So a key part of Brian Houston's defence is that there were potentially tens of thousands of people who knew about the allegations of, of child sexual abuse against Frank, but but no one reported it. That's correct. Brian uh, made some sermons uh, during this time, uh, admitting to what he knew about his father. Uh, there were media interviews and even the Deputy Commissioner of New South Wales Police, who sometimes attended Hillsong and actually attended Frank Houston's funeral. This is Andrew Scipioni. He may have even heard the charges himself at the time. The defence for Brian Houston has already uh, brought up a sermon that he delivered at a at a Hillsong event in 2002, I believe, where he spoke about his father's allegations. And, and these events, you know, were often stadium events. Uh, they, they were filled with people. And so uh, the, the defence's case is that a lot of people knew this and no one reported it. And quite potentially, if we're talking of tens of thousands of people, not simply the former police commissioner, but, but other police officers may have heard, other people who perhaps knew of their legal obligations or were in some position of power or authority could quite conceivably have heard this as well and chose not to report it. We'll be back after this. As a a 7am listener, you value the story behind the headlines. That's why you should read Post, a free daily newsletter bringing you the top five news stories of the day summarising each of their key points with links to full articles from a range of sources. Get the news you need to your inbox every weekday morning with Post. Sign up at thesaturdaypaper.com.au slash newsletters. The City of London in Andrew O'Hagan's latest novel is crumbling. 
But don't mistake this for pessimism. Instead, the author insists it's a necessary process for a better future. Change doesn't just happen because it's time for a change. Change has to be forced. We live in the end not in countries that are settled places. They're just imagined communities. I'm Michael Williams, and on this week's Read This, I sit down with Andrew O'Hagan to discuss his latest, Caledonian Road. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Elle, Brian Houston's defence team is arguing that potentially tens of thousands of people could have known about the allegations about Frank Houston's behaviour, but I suppose those people, they weren't necessarily in positions of leadership at the church. So what have we heard about what the leaders of the Pentecostal churches knew about this and and when they knew it? Well, several former high-ranking members of the Assemblies of God have been called up as witnesses. And the Assemblies of God was the umbrella organisation for Pentecostal churches in Australia. They're now called Australian Christian Churches. But a number of the senior Assemblies of God figures who testified have said that Frank Houston admitted to Brian Houston that he had behaved inappropriately. And and Brian took steps to uh, suspend him and his credentials. Although it has been shown that that Frank did continue to do some preaching after he was suspended by the organisation. But but certainly he had confessed to to some of his sins, but but we haven't heard uh, Brian Houston's full version of events yet. Right. And what has Sengstock said about his interactions with Brian Houston? There was a meeting between Brett Sengstock and Frank Houston uh, at, a, at a McDonald's and Brett was going to be paid for his silence. He's been very open. He said that he never went to the police because he felt he was paid for his silence. At that meeting, he was supposed to be given uh, $10,000 and the cheque never came. And a few weeks later, he called up Brian Houston uh, the two had known each other when they were young kids. Brian would sometimes accompany his fa- his father on these these trips over and stay with the Sensocks. And uh, and Brett confronted Brian by phone. There there were some pretty heated words. Uh, there was a lot of anger, and there is quite a contentious uh, moment, uh, which which Brian Houston has denied in the past. And 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 Brett, you know, said on the witness stand happened where Sensock told the court in this in this phone call that Brian Houston said to him you know this is all your fault. You tempted my father. I was there in the courtroom the day when that happened and it's something that Brian Houston's always denied and he visibly moved and and almost made a a noise and he and his wife sort of held each other and and looked at each other. The two have quite a divergence on on what actually was said during this phone call. Uh, Brett eventually got a cheque in the mail with no note attached and and has had little contact uh, with the church ever since. Right, so Elle, how much longer is there to go in the trial and and does it seem likely that we might actually hear from Brian Houston himself? It's going to be quite a long and drawn-out affair. It's a pretty long one for for a local court and I think that speaks to the fact that that Brian Houston has hired a a very very well-known senior counsel uh, who's pretty top of his game and and is is calling a, a lot of witnesses and a lot of the witnesses who are being called have also got their own lawyers. They're still at this very moment in time cross-examining some of the other board members of the Assemblies of God. So a lot of the people who were involved in, in meetings and trying to work out what they were going to do about the allegations in from 1999 onwards are being called. And I have an idea of some of the other witnesses that might be coming up, but um, we don't know if Brian Houston will be for sure, you know, giving his version of events. Elle, thank you so much for your time. 
Okay, thank you very much. Sydney Dance Company explodes on stage with Momenta. This world premiere by acclaimed choreographer Raphael Bonicella is unmissable contemporary dance. Strictly limited season from the 28th of May to the 8th of June. Book now at sydneydancecompany.com. Also in the news today, more details have emerged about a deadly shooting in rural Queensland that left six people dead. On Monday, two officers attended a property to search for a man who'd been reported missing. The officers were ambushed and shot. A neighbour was also killed before a tactical police operation killed the three people inside the house, two men who were brothers and a woman. It's been reported that at least one of the men on the property was part of an online conspiracy forum, while the other man was a former primary school principal. And the founder of cryptocurrency exchange FTX has been arrested. Sam Bankman-Fried was taken into custody in the Bahamas after prosecutors in the US filed criminal charges. The exchange he founded was once valued at 32 billion US dollars. I'm Ruby Jones. This is 7am. See you tomorrow.